Kia ora everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me Will Fleming. You don't normally see me at the beginning of the episode but today's episode is slightly different. We still go deep and blow our minds together but I'm trying something this week where we go out on the road, where we go out to the people, where we go out of our comfort zone. My guest this week, which you saw a little bit last week, is the Tongan Robin Hood. And of course, he has a name, but in my mind, he's a symbol. And he's a symbol that I want to share with you. It's a tricky subject that dances with the gray areas in life, something that we all dance with, the gray area, if we're honest. What we normally do is we prefer to see things as black or white. But as you know, if you follow my show, and as you probably know if you follow your heart, most things are in the middle. And the Tongan Robin Hood is someone who I think delicately dances with the middle. So he is an advocate for helping the Tongan overstayers in New Zealand and this is a story about a man who has sacrificed a lot to serve the people he is somebody who has to think and advocate for those who don't have potentially access like you and i do so if you think covid's been tough now imagine that you don't really have anyone to turn to when life has thrown you this pandemic curveball. Turns out, if you're a Tongan overstayer, there is somebody that you can turn to, and that is the Tongan Robert Hood, who has amazing links within the business community and the community in general. So, I think I've done about enough talking. We want to get into this episode. We join the Tongan Robin Hood in the morning as he is preparing for his deliveries for the day. Everything you see that is given in this video is in fact a gift. It is not part of any, as far as I know, COVID relief fund. It is gifts from people to people. Something beautiful about that. I wish you a informative time a good time meeting the Tongan Robin Hood and um, yeah let's get into the episode thank you everybody for joining me you blow my mind enjoy this podcast kia ora everybody welcome to please blow my mind we're straight into it because we are on location with the Tongan Robin Hood hey brother how are you Oh, good. Thanks, uh, William. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to follow the uh, Tongan Robin Hood. Yeah, in <laughs> People have seen you last week on the podcast, and this week we're on location with you. Can we please just start, in case people didn't see last week, with what your co-papa is, what your mission is, what's the goal, what are we trying to do when we're out here serving the community? Mm. Well, look, uh, William, uh, it, it's it's about the children. You know the. Uh, the, especially the vulnerable 
overstayers. And I can't uh, help everyone, but at least I'm trying to help uh, to start by helping our our Tongan overstayers or, or overstayer families. And you know, uh, a lot of them have been here for 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 a very long time, over 10 years, 20 years, and and they have uh, uh, children. And it's those children that that uh, really uh, made me do this this labor of love to make sure that that there is uh, food on a table, and especially that that that, um, that the children do not uh, go to sleep on an empty stomach. And this morning we've been to Kiwi Harvest, and now we're at BBM. Can you run us through the? These are people and and organisations that are just wanting to help. Is that right? Yes. Uh, f first up, you know, it was uh, Sir Michael Jones and the, the the Village Community Services Trust. They came on board uh, straight from the, the first uh, uh, lockdown, and then uh, in about uh, July, uh, Dave Letella and BBM they've they've also come on board to to help uh, supply uh, food packs to the overstairs. And then recently, about four weeks ago. Kiwi Harvest uh, also came on board. So, so those three companies or organisations, uh, uh, Sir Michael Jones and uh, the, the um, Village Services um, Community Trust, uh, Dave Letella and BBM, and also Kiwi Harvest, they have come on board, and I, I, uh, I really, um, I'm grateful for 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 them to really um, go beyond uh, their, their their normal. Um, uh, services to help uh, the overstayers who are falling through the gap. And we saw this morning just the amount of food that's being fit in the car that just drove out and inside the back of trucks. These are people coming together. What does it mean for you with every time you put a carton of eggs that you know someone's going to be fed tonight? Is that, does it help you sleep at night? It, it does. You know, it does. Uh, William, you know, when we we all uh, we all have our own struggles. Eh? Every everyone uh, struggled. Um, you know, with 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 the Tongan Robin Hood, it was the the, the biggest struggle in life was was for the um, the Tongan Robin Hood to 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 lose uh, his son to cancer. And hence, you need something to 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 to, to uh, you know to to keep uh, keep going. You know, it's it's uh, it's very hard to cope with a with a loss of a of a child. You know, we all expect uh, to grow old and have our children, you know, bury us. But when you have to bury your own child, that, that is heartbreaking. And for me, I found charity work as, as, the, uh, as the solution, you know, that joy in knowing that there, 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 there's, there's food there for the vulnerable people, especially the, the, the overstayers. It, it makes you feel good. It gives you a special kind of joy that um, words cannot really explain. So the Tongan Robin Hood does this every week, going around to the community and and you know advocating. What can people do today if they wish to be part of this journey? Yeah, the uh, firstly, William, you know the, the the stigma, you know, overstayers have been fairly untreated. You know, there's and sometimes they're treated like criminals. You know, we we need to to understand that they are just normal people, you know, and, and uh, let us uh, be kind to, to the overstayers because they're still part of the team of, uh, of five million. I remember way back in the, in the level four lockdowns, you know, there were some overstayers still working out in the fields to, to, to pick fruits to keep the, uh, the New Zealand food supply going. You know, and even now, we need people to pick the fruits. 
And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm calling on the government or the cabinet to allow the overstayers, you know, give them some pathways to residency. Why not give them a, a three-year work visa? They can fill the gap. We need uh, fruit pickers and workers, uh, essential workers. Let them prove that they, they can be good citizens, and, and that will provide a pathway. And that's what we're asking government, is to provide a pathway for these overstayers, uh, you know, so to, to have a future and, and to come out of hiding. You know, it, it is sad that they that they live like shadows, move from house to house. You know, sometimes, um, uh, you know, um, they, um, they, they have to, um, you know, I, I've known of overstayers that have called me from garages. They're living in cold garages. And I remember um, one radio station got a call from, from an overstayer family out in, 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 uh, in, in Pukekohe um, saying that even though they're cold, but it's, it's, it's a warm feeling for them to know that the Tong and Robin Hood and others are standing up to, to fight for them, you know, not just making sure that there are food packs of food on the table for especially their children, but, the, you know, taking a petition to, to Wellington and also uh, talking to politicians and the media and trying to get the support of, um, you know, the, the mainstream New Zealanders to support this cause, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings here. We'll pause there, eh? Yep. Beautiful. Okay, welcome back everyone. We are back after the break and we're on location. I'm here with Vincent. Hey brother. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> oh, just hanging out with you and, you know, recording our day. Look, you said something to me while we were driving after filming the Tong and Robin Hood loading up the the um, the truck and it was just you processing um, how you were feeling when we were there. Can you kind of, you know, recount for us, you know, just what that feeling was like for you this morning? Uh, absolutely. So uh, basically in the morning, you know, me and you were just going in there and we met the Tonga Robin Hood and I was like, oh, awesome. He's, you know, he's an average like us. And you, you know, talk to us, you're like, hey, what's up and whatnot. Uh, but going into the actual part just felt like we were going into his encampment and meeting his merry men, you know, they like the actual merry men that were there and, and they were just doing all the activities activities and talking amongst each other going okay how do we how do we um how do we, what what's the needs of what what do we need to pack into this uh, put into this carriage or cart that they're pulling with their horse and whatnot so i was actually thinking you know tong and robin hood was actually his actually real robin hood and you know it was just awesome because he was how he's interacting with his merry men and he's like oh, you know you need to do this and whatnot it was awesome man so just Taking something that was, you know, fairy tale like and, and it coming into real life and thinking of the villages as, as the community and take, giving it back is an awesome thing. I agree. And I mean, it's, it's something that I hadn't considered would happen when we do things like recording a podcast and getting out there and doing stuff is that like each of those trays of eggs I realized they represent families and there was something kind of shocking and I haven't quite worked out how to talk about it yet but I kept thinking the truck size was determining how many families could receive this these goods the other thing that I realized that maybe we haven't quite realized the magnitude is all of the food is donated because it doesn't 
it's not covered by any of the COVID relief. As, as far as I know, it's not. And I mean, that raises the bigger picture, right? Like what we're doing today in this podcast and um, what Tong and Robin Hood is doing is advocating potentially for those of us who have been forgotten, right? Exactly. Um, when you look at the truck, the truck is not, you know, a freighter or, or something as big. Um, from a standpoint, if you think about the truck, it's like an actual, your normal household in a normal family in South Auckland. It's small, it's cramped, but within it is always the essentials, your food, your necessities to keep your family alive. So to have someone like to have someone like Tong and Robin Hood and his merry men fill up that truck is like filling up a, a household with all the, the essentials that they need in order to survive. Did you know that we were going to be doing this today? No. <laughs> no, I was like uh I was like cool, we're going to go in there, we're going to do some we're going to do some shooting and it'll be fine. But I didn't realize when when you walk in when you walk in with a camera, you're looking from a different lens and watching it from an outside. I always think of of looking at life through a a, a shopping window. You, you know, you always see the nice things in the window, but then if you look if you go actually into the into the store, you find out even further what you know what's out there to have a look at. So it was awesome. And do you think like I wasn't aware. I mean, I was aware, but I, it wasn't in my consciousness that there would be people like the overstayers in, in all of our communities that don't have the same access to things we do just because we are registered. But this is a story that, you know, like COVID's been hard, but imagine not, imagine having the extra anxiety of not knowing who you can call when you need help and I don't know if we've quite processed what that really means but definitely feels meaningful. Eh? It does. It makes me realise that, you know, what my, my mother and father has provided, they were essentially nobody until they were until they arrived to the country and then they've been processed. And that's what I that's what I was thinking, is that everyone who's in this country born or flew or you know flew into New Zealand, they're processed into the system. But those who don't have those um, blessings and those um those connections that they know to be processed they're still valid because they're humans and to have people like like Tonga Robin Hood and, and his merry men to make them feel valid, to make them feel like they're, they're at home makes me even more blessed to be a part of this country. Well, Vincent, I'm happy that you get to feature on the podcast because, you know, behind the scenes, I've been teaching you some video stuff and we're talking about podcasts and all these things and I'm, I'm pushing you to make your own. So, look, I just know what we're going to do together over the days, months, years is go on this type of adventure. And I don't know what our role is apart from filming it, talking about it, getting stuck in and helping and kind of doing what we're doing now, processing it. I mean, I guess just finally, let's think about, you know, our grandparents, their parents before them, our parents. Surely this, what we do today, how we choose to use our time is a gift that they gave because of all of the awkwardness of the dawn raids and kind of coming to New Zealand for this bigger dream and, and, the changing landscape of New Zealand you know there's less and less for more and more 
Um, just thinking of it on the spot, if you think of it in, of this situation of, remember the movie of Coming to America? But think of it of a reverse, because he was privileged. He came from a privileged land and he, he worked his way downwards to where he was. He realized that, you know, I'm privileged, but at the same time, this is how life is. You have to work your way up. My brothers and sisters who are, you know, from a foreign land, work their way up to become someone, something better. So learning the value of working and learning the value of, of compassion and love that's learned from our grandparents and our generation, you know, we're, 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 we're sons and daughters of, of blue blood colored, colored workers who, who worked in, the, in the, the long hours of the morning of factories, working the long hours of cleaning those floors in, in hospitals back in the 1970s, the 80s, just to see them, their daughters and sons to become something better. And I, th I just think that this generation should always remember, my father's shoes were bigger. It may be big, but it's easy to fill in. Beautiful, brother. Beautiful. Well, thanks for doing the random stop by on the podcast. We're going to carry on with our day. For all of those people out there watching and listening, um, not sure what's coming up next. We are going to go to a break, but we will continue telling these stories. So, yeah, thanks again for watching. Enjoy the break. And thank you, Vincent. We'll see you again when you pop up and emerge on the Please Blow My Mind platform. See you after the break. Beautiful, man. Okay, everybody, welcome back. I'm joined, well, a few days later than when we were recording. Um, the Tongan Robin Hood carried on with his people in the cars delivering to the people. And what I did is went home and thought about what I had seen. Um, the rest of your day, Tongan Robin Hood, what, what, what happens when we left you? We were at um, BBM with Dave Latelle and then you picked up some goods there and what happened you you hit the road yeah uh, firstly William thank you once again for the for the opportunity to come on your podcast that's much appreciated and, and uh, yeah thank you and also uh, Vincent for for coming out there to uh, you know to get a taste of of what a, a Friday is like for the Tongan Robin Hood. It's, you know, my day starts at, at uh, 9.15 or 9.30 a.m. and then runs right through sometimes until uh, 9.30 at night. So, so uh, um, but yeah, when, when, when you guys left from uh, the uh, uh, um, David Letelle's uh, um, BBM uh, uh, headquarters in Manukau, I've, I had to to be flexible. I had I had a one o'clock, <laughs> I had a, a one o'clock commitment. So the Tongue and Robin Hood rushed uh, home. Uh, you know, uh, got into the um, uh, to to the right uh, outfits because uh, you know um, I'm also uh, uh, mourning uh, uh, the loss of uh, a cousin uh, in Tonga. So whenever we go out in public, we have to make sure that, that we do wear black as, as a, a mark of respect for the deceased. But yeah, uh, the, the, you know, even with, with everything that's happening, the, you know, the, the, the day must go on. And so I went to a one o'clock uh, appointment or meeting, and then from there came back, uh, packed uh, some of the 
the foodstuffs that we picked up in the morning from uh, Kiwi Harvest um, and then, uh, you know, hit the road. So uh, first we delivered the uh, food parcels from from Dave Letele, uh, and, and then the second load was the food parcels uh, that we packed from the bulk uh, supplies that we received from from Kiwi Harvest, and uh, and also finish off some of the um, uh, the, the food uh, parcels from Sir Michael Jones, uh, and that continued to the Saturday. I, I couldn't finish it all on the Friday uh, because I. There are uh, some commitments uh, on Fridays that I cannot, um, uh, you know, put off. So, so hence, I, I, you got to be so flexible. And, and Saturday morning was, uh, you know, to finish up the deliveries. On a Friday night when you get home, um, I want to ask you, you must be exhausted. You sit down. What goes through your mind? Is there a sense of we did it for another week? Or is there a sense of there's there's obviously more to do? Where is your mind when you get home on those Friday evenings after serving your community for the day? Yeah, you know, first the the um the, the sense of of knowing that uh, you know the, the the putting food on the table of of the vulnerable overstayers and especially. The thought that the uh, the children uh, will not have to go to sleep on an empty stomach. There's food for them. That's that's the um, the, the the utmost uh, uh, thought. And and again, uh, it, it it makes you uh, feel good. You know, of course, it's it's a whole day, and you know, I mean, out of out of the uh, the, the seven days uh, of the week, a Friday. Or the days that I deliver, it's probably the the, the most uh, uh, draining of, of all the days uh, because I, as you get older, you you, you tend to, uh, you know, uh, I guess when you're young, you, you love driving on the road, but as as you hit fifty and you go over fifty, it's it's a bit of a drag to to just you know drive around the whole day delivering uh, food parcels. So it, it does takes uh, take its its toll. But again, you know that that sense of um, you know I, I call it joy, huh? because to me joy J O Y, you know I, I some sometimes use it as as the acronym. You know J is for Jesus, O is for others, and then uh, Y is, is for you. So again, that there is a, a joy. In you know, in being a follower of Jesus, and then putting the others before your yourself, and, and uh, yeah, it, it keeps me going, uh, William, and uh, it, it makes me feel good. And I think it's really important for us to talk about that because what you're also doing when you articulate these things is to share with people what to do in their life if you can't solve everything in one day. You know, we live in a world now where everything has to be tied up with a ribbon and sent out. And what I personally love about seeing this journey with you and being part of it in a small way is that there's like a big goal and there's lots of small goals. And I guess the challenge for all of us is to just try to do a little bit 
to keep the ship, keep the the waka moving forward. And I, I definitely get the the sense of that. You know, you mentioned Vincent, who was um, coming out with me that day. I'm teaching him a few things on camera and podcasting, and he was really taken back. I told him, I'm, you know, we're going to see the Tongan Robin Hood, and I know you have a name, but I only use your superhero name because I do it on purpose because I want the symbol to be um, as strong as it is. Uh, you know, it's like a narrative. It's a storyline like Robin Hood. Um, and Vincent was talking about, you know, how it's very accurate and the reasons and all of these extra things. And I thought it was a really nice moment for you to know that a young 25-year-old man who's has his issues with COVID like we all do, for that day felt part of uh, something bigger than himself. And um that was pretty nice. So, so yeah, the other thing I want to ask you is I don't remember ever reading about Robin Hood's wife, but we got to meet the Tong and Robin Hood's wife. And <laughs> what, what does she think of everything you're doing? I mean, do you have enough energy to go home, be a good husband? So William, um, you know, if I may, if I may go back to, to the level four lockdown in, 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 in March, uh, late March, for, for all of uh, New Zealand, you know, when, when I when I chose to to go out there, you know, with the limited uh, um, money that we had, you know, in order to buy uh, groceries uh, and you know um, and distribute it to to the overstayers, you know, my, my wife uh, was was concerned for one thing. You know, you, everyone's concerned about following the rules. You know, we're told to stay home. But then the Robin Hood is thinking about the others that are falling through the gap. So in the beginning, my, my, my wife was really concerned about my safety. You know? However, I was concerned about the children of the overstayers. Right? So I, I chose to, to make sure that we get uh, food out there to the overstayers who who are falling through the gap, you know, they're not getting they're not getting um, any support from the, the the government agencies and the social service providers for the fact that uh, you know they're they're in hiding, they're scared to come out and but but yeah, um, so uh, you know a couple of months later, a couple of months later, I invited my wife to join me, you know, to join me on the road. And, and William, that is to answer your question. The first time that my wife came out on the road with me, you know, there, there was a bit of a convincing because um, it's a first for her. It was a first. But then when she experienced, you know, the, um, you know, we, we'll, we'll carry, you know, I'll get her to, to also get off the car and, and, and carry, uh, you know, um, because sometimes, it's not all in in one box. It's a box and another bag of of uh, um, vegetables, etc. Um, so she would help me take it right to the front door of the overstairs, uh, uh, the places where they stay, and and some would be garages, you know? and and some would be uh, um, very uh, let's say very cheap accommodation, and and you know when when the kids come out, you know it's uh, my wife was was. Uh, she was, uh, I guess, surprised that these kids were expecting the Tong and Robin Hood, you know. And for my wife to experience that and to 
and to hear the the joy, you know, in those kids coming out and and, and saying yes, you know, my wife uh, quickly um, changed her her thoughts about what I was doing. You know, she you know she was on board from that first time coming on the road, and uh, she's been helping me a lot. So since that first experience, when she's available, uh, she would join me uh, on the road. And there was a few Saturdays ago, I mean, f- sorry, Friday nights, uh, uh, we, we, I left at 9.30 and we finished. I looked at my watch when we del- delivered to the very last house. It was 10.30, <laughs> 9.30 a.m. all the way till 10.30 at night. But look, um, we are passionate about it, uh, William. And sometimes when you're passionate about about doing something, you know, your day flies. And again, with passion, you know, look, some people work for money. But then there are a few of us who live by passion. Whether we make money or not, I'll still be doing this. I mean, I don't get paid to do this, but yet I'm passionate about it. And there's also a lesson there about including the people you love into the passion or the the movement and that you will find a way because I love that uh, everyone, when we were at BBM, Dave Latella's headquarters, everyone to, to everyone, you were Robin Hood, but to your wife, you're just Kenny. And I love that. I think that's a really nice, um, because she's the one that sees the ups, the downs. With us, you always have to be slightly strong. But it's nice to know that even the heroes have the people um, with them. So I think we leave it here. That's our time for this segment. And I really am looking forward to everyone seeing this. Um, Of course, if people want to find out a bit more about your journey or support in their own way, I mean, the arms are wide open. Where's the best place for people to follow the Tongan Robin Hood? Uh, on Facebook, uh, William, hashtag Tong and Robin Hood. You can easily find me on Facebook, hashtag Tong and Robin Hood, or send me an email, uh, Tong and Robin Hood at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you for um, experiencing that day with us. Hopefully, it shares with you the real story of what's happening in our communities. Um, we will bring you the Tongan Robin Hood some more. Obviously, there is, I'm interested um, with Tongan Robin Hood's blessing to talk a little bit more about the the person behind the, the superhero. So we've got some more things planned, but we're going to cover some really honest things like, like the mental health aspect of making sure when you serve that it doesn't come without a cost and also just the bravery of um, what it takes every day to get up and, and do something that you believe in. So thank you again, my friend, and thank you to the audience who's watching and we'll see everyone next week.